Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Pitch Talk special feature segment. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to... Another Pitch Talk special feature. Now, where we're going with this one is Everton being handed a 10-point deduction effective immediately, taking them from 14 points down to 4 points because of financial fair play breaches. Now, we are, we are going you're to you're gonna hear clips from a WhatsApp conversation between myself, JBK and Nathan Arsenal as well, discussing not just the immediate ramifications of the points deduction, but also potentially long term as well. Are there double standards? Are Man City going to get stung? We discuss all of that and a lot more, including as including I said, some political ramifications of it as well and any future punishment. So, I said, you're going to hear, have a listen to the WhatsApp conversations that we've been having in regards to Everton and their 10-point point deduction by the Premier League. Pitch Talk special feature segment. Oh, the Premier League have dug themselves a grave now because they are now going to have to f*** over City. Because, boy, all integrity goes out the window considering um, Everton have just been docked 10 points this season. And interestingly, I'm seeing stuff like, what's it, Leeds could sue, a couple of other sides could sue. And it's like, okay, they've now opened up Pandora's box. And if you punish one, you've got to punish all for fi- financial fair play breaches. Well, that's literally it. Yeah. You've literally just hit the nail on the head. It's, it'd be interesting now to see if Man City, Man City get the same energy, considering their breaches are on a, on such a wider scale over, over a number of years as well. Um, and there's obviously talk of, oh, you know, City have got the best lawyers or they'll pay for the best lawyers and they'll, they'll string it out and whatnot. But I'm sorry, but if Everton, Everton will be looking very closely at this and will be saying, yo, <laughs> you've just stung us for 10 points for something considerably less and, oh, are they going to get away with it? Nah, I, I completely agree. And, I, and, and this is, this would be very interesting to see what Man City do now. Because I, I didn't think, not Man City, what they, what they Premier League do now. Because I didn't think they were going to sting Everton like that. Um, and it just goes back to a point that you made before, Liam, when you were talking about the fact that because... It might have been you. I can't remember if it was you, but it might have been a, a, where, you know, because of the because it's the Premier League and the money it generates and you know the, and all the rest of it. Would they really want to go down the line of stinging them? But yeah, this is this is interesting territory now. I'm looking forward to seeing what, how they deal with this going forward. 
But um, in terms of Everton now, I mean, they, they've been they were fourteenth before this ruling. That this puts them level with Burnley at the bottom of the table. And considering that they've been struggling in recent seasons to stay in the league, this ten-point deduction could be could be the difference between them staying in the division or being relegated, which I'm sure Lee will be music to your ears. <laughs> you know, I'll take those points in reverse order because it would be hilarious if ever if Everton finally got relegated after so many near misses that I've seen in my lifetime from the Joe Royal era to Lampard. But anyway, it's it's one of them where no matter how much money Man City generate or anything like that, it really, to me, doesn't matter. And as I've said before, when these breaches first came up, and I mentioned it on a straight shooting view, forget the fact that I support Liverpool. Forget that. The fact is, two words are absolutely key here. And ironically, Liverpool have brought them up this season. It's sporting integrity. Now, the integrity of the game, the integrity of the competition is on the line here because look at how quickly they've come to this conclusion with Mad- with um, Everton and the 10-point deduction. They could reduce it on appeal, but I doubt if they do appeal, I doubt it will get totally overturned. It'll probably get like halved or something like that. So, But even with that, and that could be the straw that breaks the camel's back and gets them relegated finally. If that does happen, then they could, I mean, they could in theory have a legal, have a legal battle with the Premier League because they could have every reason to say if Man City avoid punishment, even though their breaches are over like eight, nine years, if Man City avoid punishment, and Everton gets stung like this and get relegated because of it, then if I'm if I'm Everton, if I'm the top brass there, if I'm the bottom brass there, I don't care. It'll be one of them ones. I'd be like, we got to pursue legal action. Because, again, sporting integrity that has has been would have been majorly compromised because oh you're gonna sting one club near the bottom for financial fair play irregularities but let one at the top get away with it just because they're at the top nah that's not on that is not on so yeah i said the premier league have dug themselves they've dug themselves a bit of a grave because now but they but they do have the chance to show that they're not a pack of corrupt morons. They are, they now have a chance to show that you know what we're we're committed to transparency. We're tr- we're committed to sporting integrity, and we are going to make sure that no other team even thinks of doing this again. That's what they need to show with their punishment towards Manchester City now, considering they've done they've stung Everton for ten points. So. <laughs> It is one of them. It's going to be very, very interesting to see, to see what happen, what happens. And but the one saving grace for Everton is that yes, they might be joint bottom with Burnley, but it is one of them ones where at least they are in a position where it's what mid-November, so it can be recovered. At least it's not at the end of the season when they think they've survived. And then they get relegated because of a 10-point deduction that they can't do anything about. So, 
it's, it's going to be so interesting to see because what's it? Um, Leeds, Leicester, um, and there's another side as well that could potentially sue Everton, but then Everton might be able to sue the Premier League. If it, dip, it it all depends. See, this is where this is where the ripple effect kind of becomes interesting, because it all depends on what Man City gets stung for, and how how much how much they get they get as a punishment. It all comes off of that. Because I said, if they've gone for Everton in such a draconian manner, then they need to sting Man City in the same sort of way. Otherwise all sporting integrity disappears from the game and you literally just ruined it so it's it's what and it's and it's on so much more of a higher level than everybody's talking about var at the moment oh sporting integrity oh var's ruining the game no if man city get away with what they've done clearly cooking the books fiddling the books all that and everton gets stung and they've been stung pretty quickly in comparison it's like, yeah, done, deal. Yeah, um, my thoughts about the about the situation with with um, with Everton, and I think most of everything that both of you have said is 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 quite clear. But I'm going to come. Uh, I'm going to talk about it from another side, and that's the political side of, regardless of the size of the club in terms of Everton or Manchester City. What then does it mean for those who are coming in to buy the club um, themselves and also will the Qatari owners as well as the Saudi owners um, of Newcastle, of all these other clubs, if they, if they know that their club is now in, in, the, in the Premier League, it's not in the Premier League, sorry, in the, um, the Championship, are they going to want to sell up as fast as they, as they bought it? Um, and on the same side of that, are they going to be wanting to do do something similar to? Nah. Are they going to be wanting to look at it and say, "All right, well, I want a. I want a. I want a bit of clarity on on what the rules are." Yeah, that's great, but am I going to want to stick around for a team that's definitely going to be? Going to be paying, um, going to be playing Championship football, not getting the same exposure as as the Premier League teams. Not going to be in Europe, um, and we've put all of this work in for the sake of what? Nothing. It'll be another QPR, and essentially, we all know what's happened to QPR because now nah, they're playing. They're, they're pretty much hoping that they stay in the in the Championship, um, and that's how it, that's how you have to look at it. Um, and then you've also got to think what's going on with with what's going on with um ah uh, sorry guys um just trying to just trying to think what's going on with the political side of things in terms of okay well you've you've basically looked at it from from that point of it's just a, a premier league team getting deducted points but it's not an English owner so I'm not going back over the point it's, it's just more of a what does it look like for a team that's won the Champions League won the treble got all of this but is now probably facing a championship 
a relegation. Um, and if it's not that, what happens with Everton? If, as you said quite rightly, they could be looking at it and going, if you don't get the same or even worse, then why am I even why am I even bothering? Why are we even bothering to um, to play the, um, in terms of the sport integrity? Um, the biggest the biggest thing that I'll probably say is we may see new owners coming in at Manchester United at Manchester City at obviously Manchester United because they're still looking for an, uh, looking for somebody to buy it, but also maybe at Newcastle where they could say, "Yep, well we paid for all of this." But we ain't interested in in staying if if the the integrity of the sport is being is being questioned. Regardless of whether they they think that's that's the case, they could easily just go, yeah, we're pulling out of the deal. Um, and then we'll we'll back to the whole situation that we had with Chelsea, having to look for somebody who who maybe knows football or doesn't. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I'm looking at it from. It's it's essentially yes, we're talking about football um, and the sport and integrity and all of that stuff. But now we talk about business and the political side of the business and what it means to the clubs if they do get relegated or if something else happens. Um, yeah, just a lot, just a lot to go through essentially. You know what? I mean, I, I think I think with a lot of these, with a lot of these, um, let's call them wealthy owners. They're one of them ones where I think these, the, like the Saudis, the Qataris, and them kind of guys. There, they know, and the way it's been made to look, if like even even though nothing's obviously been explicitly said, it is one of them ones. The Premier League so far have made it look like. If you come into the league, if you've got billions, you can get away with anything you want. You can fiddle your books, you can buy whoever you want. They'll change the laws retrospectively. So I think it's one of them ones where a lot of these Saudi Saudi and Qatari owners and other wealthy owners as well, let's not just put them in there. But you got to look at if they're in for the long term, then... They can take bouncing back to bouncing down to the champ, sorry, dropping down to the championship and bouncing back up to the Premier League and building something even in the medium term, like in the medium to long term. So, if they've got a five year plan or a 10 year plan or whatever, it's interesting you mentioned QPR because obviously they only went for a four year plan when they should have went five or 10. But anyway, um, but but it's a case of like with. I put any sort any Premier League side or with or with a side that you want to bring into the Premier League, it's a long-term investment. I mean, look at um Ryan Reynolds and Rob McClellany. It's one of them ones where they are obviously looking at it long term, but they're not Qatari Sheikhs or Saudi billionaires. It's like they ain't got that money. But they're looking at looking at Wrexham as a long-term opportunity. And I think it's one of them ones where I said, if you see something as the kind of wild, wild west, as the Premier League is to an extent, especially with its financial fair play rules and the way they apply them, the championship are a lot more stringent. But it is a case of... <sighs> If you if you're willing to put in the time, you're gonna get that return on investment back tenfold. And in the championship, 
you don't have to invest as much as the Premier League. So I don't think that will put these these owners off. And I mean, clarification of the rules. I think it's just one of them ones where that needs to happen. I have said for a couple of years there needs to be an independent regulator. I even did a straight shooting view episode on it because um, football needs an independent governing body because it's a circus right now and it is the wild wild west to an extent where the Premier League pick and choose who they want to punish and how they want to punish them when it should be punished uniformly and punished in a draconian manner for everything not just one near the bottom not just a smaller side it should be across the board so it, it's it's one of them I think there's that side the political aspect is kind of an interesting one because looking at obviously like Qatar, Saudi Arabia and that neck of the woods, it's still somewhat of an untapped market for football. So they're not going to want to burn bridges too much in theory. So that's actually a great point you mentioned, Jay, about that. Um about the political side of it, because it all it all dovetails in. I mean, as much as a lot of these pundits and people speaking out of both sides of their neck, um, talking about, oh, Qatar, oh, the World Cup shouldn't have been awarded. It's like, dude, you said that six months before the tournament was going to start. Some of us said it back in late 2010 when the award was made in the first place and have carried on as such. Even Amnesty International have said it since, what, about 2014, if not earlier. So it's where, and produced a full report in 16. So it's one of them where a lot of people will turn a blind eye. And if it's their club getting taken over, look at, then they'll turn a blind eye. Look at Man United fans and how happy they were. It's like, oh my God, Jake Jessam's gonna take us over. And then that fell apart. But look how happy they were. They were shooting their mouths off about Man City for years. But look how happy they were when they thought a Qatari billionaire was going to take them over. So it's one of them ones. It's those kind of double standards that let this kind of thing run. And with this country, obviously, politically wanting to get in bed with Saudi Arabia. And there's a lot of, <clears throat> as opposed to... 777 partners I think it is who are I think American hedge fund um, guys it's one of them where like I said the Premier League wants to wants to hit those untapped markets and I mean they've been trying to like break into Asia for decades now with the I mean every top team quote unquote takes a pre-season tour out to Asia that's not an accident that is not an accident. They're going out as Premier League representatives. Yeah, they're making some scratch off it, but and expanding their brands, but the overall Premier League brand is getting exposure out there. So it all very much ties in. And these countries that are looked upon in terms of real life and society as negative influences or have horrible human rights records, that gets swept to the side because of the almighty the almighty pound sterling and there's where there's where there's where the where the issue lies there's where the trouble lies if your owner is a qatari sheikh or a saudi prince you ain't going to get stung as much as say maybe luton's owner or i was going to say farhad moshiri but he's already been he already got stung by government because of his russian links because of because of all that 
because of his links with Putin. So it's that it's just a, it's such a funny one. It, it really, it really is the amount of double standards running. I also think as well in terms of sporting integrity, I don't think that matters anywhere near as much in terms of our country's football to Saudi princes and Qatari sheikhs and them kind of owners. Because at the end of the day, look at the phrase sports washing. So for them, sporting integrity doesn't mean a goddamn thing. And I mean, if anything, Man City are proving that with all that Ferran Soriano has been saying over the past few years, among others. Um, so, and the fact that Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain have gotten away with very light punish punishments in regards to the Champions League. So, it is one of them where that that's, that's my concern as well, where sporting integrity means nothing to those guys. They just want to buy up everything, win everything, and make as much money as they can. It's not about, it's not necessarily about the sport for them. And I said, that's where the danger, that's where the danger lies. So yeah, that's our take on Everton being deducted 10 points effective immediately. Is it harsh? And you know what? What are the long-term ramifications of this? Manchester City, will they be looking over their shoulder now? Because if Everton are getting stung this way, should Man City get a hell of a lot more worse punishment? The Premier League seem to have made not necessarily a rod for their own backs, but anything they do now will be even more heavily scrutinised, especially considering Manchester City have 115 breaches hanging above their heads. Also as well, it's a case we want to ask, do you feel sorry for Everton? Or is it a case of you rolled the dice and you lost? My name has been Straight Shooting LJA, and on behalf of myself, Coach JBK, and Nathan also, I'd like to say thank you very much for joining us for this Pitch Talk special feature segment. You know, www.pitch-talk.com is the official website. You can catch our podcast there, find out information about your co-host there, and much, much more. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk for all of our videos. Also, at Pitch Talk on Twitter, tweet with us, follow us, see what we're up to, or X, as it's now called. Also, Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the football and revolution we are working so hard to create. At Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlogs slash podcast previews and much more. We're on Reddit as well, same handle, at Pitch Talk. You can catch our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, so many other so many other places google podcasts so many other places wherever you pick up your podcast is where you can pick up the pitch talk podcast i have been straight shooting lja and once again take care and see you next time thanks for your time peeps join the pitch talk revolution check out the official pitch talk website www.pitch-talk.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. 
Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.